The best gifts are not material, but spiritual, not temporal, but eternal, and not earthly, but heavenly. In the book of Ephesians, we discover a rich list of what God has given to His children. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open this portion of Scripture and take inventory of all spiritual blessings that are ours in Christ. The word love in our world today has been so demeaned and so diminished that I fear when people hear about the love of God, they they have no idea what we're even talking about. In fact, the word for the love of God is a unique word that is attached to God alone. It is the word agape. Uh, it is not this erotic love that is fleshly in nature, that is just lust for physical pleasure. It is not even friend love, phileo love, that is, that is brotherly. No, this is a fatherly love that is rooted in the heart of the God who is love. We've come today in our list of all spiritual blessings to this rich passage in Ephesians chapter 3 on the love of God. Now, the last time we studied, we looked at the divine wisdom. That's how the chapter begins. Remember the mystery of God and the wisdom of God? But now we, we shift from looking at his wisdom to looking at his love. Listen to Paul's prayer in Ephesians 3, beginning in verse 14. For this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. I'll tell you, there's a lot in this prayer. There's a lot in this passage. You ought to take Ephesians 3 today, verses 14 through 19, and make it your prayer for your own life. And you ought to pray it for those you love. That's what Paul was doing for these Ephesian Christians, and at the, at the core of it, at the heart of it, is this, this truth about divine love. It is the love of God. Let me give you several observations today, may I, about this divine love. The first thing that I would point out to you is that it is a family love. Verse 15 says it's connected to the whole family in heaven and earth. You know, we meet with our local church family. That's wonderful. But can you imagine what it is going to be like someday when the whole family gets together at the Father's house? Can you imagine what that family reunion is going to be like? This whole family has never met together at one time, but it's going to. And when we do, it is going indeed to be a reunion full of the love of God. So it's a family love because it is a father love. You'll notice verse 14 reveals the father, and verse 15 talks about the family. You can't have a family without a father. And so this love is not just family love. It truly is father love. It is the love of the heavenly father for every one of his children. And then in verse number 16, it is not only the love of the heavenly father, but it is revealed to us by the person of the Holy Spirit. He talks about the strength and the might that the Holy Spirit brings in the inner man. Remember, Paul wrote in another place 
that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit truly is the spirit of love. And then, then you get the Lord Jesus Christ given to us in verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love. Do you see how all three members of the Godhead are here? The Father is love. The Spirit is love. The Son is love. It truly is God's love. This is not something we work up. It's not something we put on. It's not something we try to have. Its source is God alone. It may have many channels, but it only has one source. If you're going to know the divine love, you have to know God. In a world of hatred and in a world full of cheap substitutes for love, the only way to know the the genuine article is to know God himself and allow the God of love to work in you. Something else I've noticed here is that you, you don't get an understanding of the love of God until first you put your faith in God. The divine order in verse 17 says, Christ will dwell in your hearts by faith, and then it says that you'll be rooted and grounded in love. I think there's a lot of people who want the love of God, but they don't want to trust Christ. I want to say to you today, until you're willing to put your faith in Christ and Christ alone for your soul's salvation, and until you're willing to live by faith, you're never going to fully understand and appreciate this divine love in your own life. I think this is why there are so many bitter people, because they're living by what they can accomplish instead of trusting God, or they're trusting men instead of trusting Christ. Oh, friend, look to the Lord in faith today, and you will find there a God full of love and compassion. Something else I noticed is that this love brings stability. You know, sometimes when we talk about love, we speak of it in such uh, mushy emotional terms that people think it is some changeable thing, not the divine love. The Bible says you'll be rooted and grounded in this love. I believe divine love is an anchor. It holds you steadfast in the midst of hatred and persecution and affliction and difficulty. You're rooted not in your love for him, but in his love for you. You see, my love wavers, but his love never wavers. And if you need stability today, you need a fresh glimpse of the love of God. And then another observation about this divine love is that it has infinite dimensions. The Bible says, He wants us to be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height. In other words, it touches every part of life. It moves in every direction. It is the infinite God. And that's why the Bible says in verse 19, to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge. Uh, That would be an oxymoron in our language today, to know that which cannot be known. But I want to tell you it's a spiritual reality in the Christian life, and it is this. We are always coming to know more and more the love of God, but never fully exhausting it. We're coming to experience it more and more, but yet we've not even scratched the surface. Oh, we've, we've just started to understand the love of God. The hymn writer wrote, The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The wandering child is reconciled by God's beloved son. The aching soul again made whole and priceless pardon won. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. Would you make Paul's prayer your prayer today? Would you pray, dear Lord, help me to comprehend more the unsearchable love of God in Christ Jesus? Uh, That same hymn writer wrote 
the final verse, and it says this, Could we with ink the ocean fill, and were the skies of parchment made, were every stalk on earth a quill, and every man ascribed by trade, to write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. He was simply saying in poetic form what the Holy Spirit said perfectly in inspired form in Ephesians chapter 3, and it is this, uh, that we ought to desire more and more to know the breadth and length and depth and height and the love of Christ while understanding that it really passes our human knowledge. It goes beyond intellect. You, you can't just know it intellectually. You have to know it experientially. You can't just have it in your head. You have to have it in your heart. Dear friend, do you know that God loves you? I will tell every sinner today, God loves you. And God committed his love towards you in that while you were still a sinner, Christ died for you. And to every person who's experienced the grace of God, I want to tell you, you've just scratched the surface. Pray today for a deeper, fuller understanding of the divine love and all spiritual blessings. Isn't it amazing what God has made available for His people? Our sincere prayer is that you will discover all that God has for you and be led to true thanksgiving, worship, and praise. Join us again next time as we continue our study of the Word of God. Until then, thank you for listening. We would love to hear how God is at work in your heart and home. Visit us today at enjoyingthejourney.org.